Hello, folks. Today is Thursday, February 14, 2019, the year of our Lord. This is the Transform Our World Greater Bay Area weekly uh, Thursday prayer call, hence the day being Thursday at noon, where we pray for miracles and transformation. Oh, man, folks, we're just going to dive into it. Albert, sound the shofar and say the opening prayer. Folks, I have a word for you. And by the way, God loves romance. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Hallelujah. And we're going to pray for marriages today. We're going to pray for stuff. We're going to pray for God to come through. We're going to pray for healing and transformation. Oh, man. And I'm going to share a word, too. Oh, we have a special guest who just made it, Jennifer Chapman. We've already started the uh, recording, so we don't normally announce people unless they're VIPs, in which case, Jennifer, we're so glad that you are on. Praise God. Pastor Jen, God bless you. The show far. Mary Rose from the ashes. You lead us for the land. Hallelujah. And then we're going to go from there. I'm going to share a word. Hallelujah. Then we're going to pray. Father God, we thank you for this wonderful time of day, this wonderful time to pray. It is the sixth hour of prayer, Father God, here on the West Coast, the hour of your vision. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your vision, a clear vision, Heavenly Father, for Pastor Ted, Papa Savoso, and the Transform Our World team. And every ministry, Father God, that is represented on this call, we welcome you, King of Glory. Hallelujah. you, Lord, greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Great is your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we Hallelujah. come to you this afternoon as your grateful children, Lord. We say that you're a mighty king and a powerful, loving, perfect father. God, there is nothing that you have not given us that we need. And so we just like come to you grateful. We just come to you thankful and grateful and all praises go to you, God, because you are worthy of all praise. And Father, I just um, pray right now and I thank you, Lord, for the way that you established the earth. It was in perfection that you established the earth and it was in perfection that you set um, boundaries and, and, the, and declared who the inhabitants would be of every land. So Father, we just pray right now for blessings on those people, Lord, that they would Come back in order as you would have it be, whatever that looks like, God. So we just lift up the First Nations people uh, for the United States, especially for California, and we ask, God, that you will just um, bless them, God, and give them strategy and wisdom. And, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus as we have been reading and studying and praying Second Chronicles 714 as a group, Lord, that as we do what you have told us to do and as we pray as you have told us to pray, God. We pray a healing on our land. And we pray these precious things in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, 
A, I just feel it's fitting. Um, um, I know a couple lovebirds that uh, have been going strong. Wow, how many years have you been married, Dale and Sheree? Uh, in this case, when someone calls on you, the proper protocol would be to unmute yourself. <laughs> hey, I just shared a video, and on the video that you guys should all watch if you didn't get it, I was talking to some young buck, and I said 22 years, and it just keeps getting better. So, Daddy, what do you think? Uh, 58 years, is it, you know? 58 years, right. Does it keep getting better? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> they are lovebirds. Hey, I want you both to just pray. I think it's a, pray a Valentine's Day blessing over everyone um, that we'll have strong marriages. And for those that aren't married, if they want to be, they will be. And all of us will be faithful as we're, you know, God, God instituted marriage for us to learn about him. But we'll be faithful. Uh, in our marriage covenant with him. Okay, uh, Father, we just are yeah. so thankful that we, you blessed us and blessed our marriage and blessed our children. And we just pray for those that are married that they would stick with it, they would love each other, they would overcome the obstacles because you can overcome any obstacle that might come up and you can establish the love in the family. We pray that you would work in their hearts, pray that they would trust you. Pray for those that are thinking about it, to trust the Lord for the right mate, and then go for it when it happens, and God will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love the amen, Mommy, but I want more of a prayer than that. Come on. Yeah, okay, Mommy. Father, we're just so thankful for your blessings, Lord. Most of all, we're thankful for you because you are such a good God and you see the end and the beginning. And we're thankful for everything you've provided in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, folks, I have a word, but I, I want to I wanna do, uh, but we'll get to that in proper timing. Who would like to pray? Oh, Ben Medell is on. Welcome, Ben. Uh, who would like to pray? For um, uh, 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 Marie Wasai, she wants prayer for her hands. She asked for a miracle. So we're about miracles and transformation. Let's pray for a miracle. Let me read you exactly what she Please pray for healing in my hands. They are very sore. So I don't know any more details about that, but Marie Wasai, who's got faith for a miracle and is feeling God's love? I pray, Pastor Go for it, Debbie. She's an intercessor, too. Pray she gets awakened in a whole fresh new way. Dear Father, we bless your name. We give you praise and give you honor, God. Before your sons and your daughters come before the mighty throne of grace, mercy, and love, they ask for anything, we first give you praise. Oh, God. Oh, God, we thank you. This is the day that you have made. We rejoice, hallelujah, God, and we're glad, God. 
And I lift up my sister before the God with a pain in her hand, God. God, we have to reconstruct that hand, God. That you remove the God. That you renew it, God. That you fix every tendon, every vein, every artery, every ligament, every every muscle, God. Every bone in the heart, God. That you line it up. Lining up God with the word of God in the name of Jesus, that they have full function in our hand, God. And God, we pray, God, as you begin to move that hand, expecting for some pain, there will be none. And she'll give you high praise, God. She'll lift her hands up, God. She'll give you glory, God. She'll open up her mouth and you're a great God, a good God in the name of Jesus, for you are Jehovah. Rafa, the God, the healer, in the name of Jesus. I should see you in a different manner, God, in the name of Jesus. Give as a prayer before her baby, our God, in the name of Jesus. And God will give you prayer in advance, God. Because we pray by faith in faith, with faith, God, know that you were the true God. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and give it unto God. In Jesus' name, thank God, and amen. Hello, Hallelujah, glory to God. Wow, folks, it's God's time for the Bay Area. I want to encourage you so much. This, this morning, um, it. 7 a.m. I started talking at like 7:40. Um, I was on the 20th floor of the J.P. Morgan Chase Building, that's on Mission Street, in the heart of the financial district of San Francisco. And um, man, uh, uh, a room. I think there was 40 on fire. I mean, these guys are—they love Jesus, and. You know, they meet there every uh, twice a month. It was so powerful to just be there and realize that the, that God is moving in the heart of San Francisco it was so beautiful. Here's the word that I had um, when I <laughs> when I moved up here as missionaries from the Bible Belt of <laughs> Southern California up to the Bay Area. I remember one influential pastor had a message about God's righteousness, and his punchline was if God didn't judge California and didn't judge the Bay Area, he would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. And that never sat right with me. Otherwise, you know, that you know, I know God is righteous. I know we're, we're sinners, and it's all by his grace, but there's something wrong with that. And... uh you know, I asked the Lord, and he said, you know, if I don't send a revival to uh, the Bay Area, I'm going to have to apologize to my son, because that's what he went to the cross for, and uh, you decide who I'd rather apologize to. Um, hallelujah. But then, this is what I preached. I said that this morning. They're, they're eating it up. I'm telling you, there is, there is a remnant. God is moving in the Bay Area. And... Uh, uh, this, the Lord gave me Matthew eleven twenty three, which is where Jesus is bawling out the Bible Belt, Capernaum. And he's saying, man, you guys didn't receive me. If the miracles that had been done in you had been done in Sodom, they would remain to this day. 
And, man, the Lord's been speaking to me about that so powerfully. I mean, let's claim it. We're, we're a place of sinners. We're sinners, you know, and what we think what we think is our liability is our greatest asset because where sin abounds, grace overflows. You know, Paul early on in his ministry was defending his apostolic. He says, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm equal with any of these other apostles. At the end of his ministry, he was bragging that he was the chief of sinners. Can we just own that? You know, and then I began to think. See, the Bible says some radical stuff that we don't catch because we, you know, we're we're we don't understand it in the culture. Like when it when it says the gospel is to the Jew first and also to the Greek, we always think of that in ethnic terms. We think, you know, the God to the Hispanic and also to the white. Or if you're, you know, if you have a heart for the First Nations people, you think, you know. The Jews, also for the First Nations people, you know, the African, that there's no ethnic division. But I would submit to you that that's not primarily, the, or, or certainly not exclusively what he's talking about, because more than just an ethnic division, and they didn't necessarily think in terms of ethnic divide the way we do, race the way we do, they thought in terms of culture. And what he was saying translated into the modern culture was quite different than the way we understand it because the Greek culture in Jesus' time was quite radically sinful. I mean, they were, homosexuality was assumed, um, sexual perversion was the, I mean, they didn't even consider it, it, you know, that was the norm. Um, Their worship, like, like their expected worship was to go to the temples and participate in orgies. That's what paganism was, you know? And when for Jesus to say that the gospel is for the Jew first and also for the Greek, that is radical. I mean, Jesus' gospel is so scandalous. Can we get his love? Can we realize that would be like saying, Jesus, to Dale and Sheree Haas, the conservative, you know, straight uh, people, and also to the LGBTQ community. That's right in the scriptures. That's, if you understand culturally what they're saying, that's what's going on there. That is so radical. And in Ephesus, Antioch, that not only, I mean, you know, we, we have faith, so we can imagine and stretch our faith to see the Lord moving in, you know, these communities that we think are so shut off. Well, not only, not only that, but the biblical perspective is not only can God reach the LGBTQ, I mean, he doesn't see it that way. He just sees people who need Jesus, you know. Like I imagine, I'm thinking of maybe I should start calling myself S-LGBTQ because I'm a sinner. They're a sinner. I'm a sinner. Jesus identifies with sinners. He went outside the camp. He was crucified naked. He identified with the other, with the outcast. Can we have that love? Can we go outside? But not only that, Ephesus was not, it was not, it was not the Bible Belt. It wasn't even the Bay Area. It was like the Castro District. It was like Folsom Street Fair. That was the whole culture of Ephesus, of Antioch, of, of Corinth. And that's, not only did Jesus touch it, he completely transformed it with his power. Wow. So that's the word for you. 
God's love. Let's tear down the dividing wall in our hearts and believe. And if we understand that where sin abounds, grace overflows, and the X factor is God and the Holy Spirit, and the X factor is us surrendering to him, letting him pull down the dividing wall in our own hearts, that we can have love, that we can be uh, baptized by his love. The gospel belongs to sinners. It is given to them. We don't own it. It owns us. And it compels us to go to the lost. His mercies are new every morning. They're not just new for you. They're new for the city. He's thinking of new ways to be merciful to the city every morning. Creative ways. All right. Here's a a creative way. I want to take what Ted said, looking back in the past historically and bring it into the 21st century into today. Okay, so let me just tie this into what Ted was sharing. We don't have a perspective of what America did to the Native people from that context, but I'm just going to make it in a quick presentation. I had a family, the eldest member of our family and of our tribe, he went to be with Jesus two weeks ago or so. And so starting tomorrow, we're going to start three days of mourning, this three days of celebration. And so his daughter called us and said she's going to make a presentation on behalf of her father to the tribe. And that presentation was the desire of his heart that the doors which have been closing to have citizenship into the tribe, they have done that. That's part of the assimilation from the United States governmental policy and California's policy towards Native tribes. So what I'm saying is that they stole the land, they, they committed genocide, and they put the people in a prison system that was a military place back in time. And then it morphed into called a reservation. It's where tribes are now. And so my plea over time with Ted and intercession was that we would begin to intercede for their restoration, that they would be able to come back. They can't leave their reservations and come out here unless they're forfeiting their rights or identification. So this is what I mean by assimilation. And so what the tribe did is they cut off citizenship to the descendants, the lineal descendants currently. And so she's going to come before the tribe, and this is what I'm presenting to you to join me. And uh, I believe this is one of the foundational things in moving forward. Just as Ted said, at 7 o'clock this morning, he was in uh, this building. Well, her request is she's going to say, my father's desire was, is that you would open up citizenship. You would open it up so that lineal descendants can come and become a citizen of the tribe. His daughter is going to permit, so you're, you're, uh, you're, your cousin? My family. 
my family. Your yeah. family. Wow. He's going to come to the tribal government with her son. Her son, which is his grandson, is not a citizen of the tribe. They closed it off to him. She is a citizen. Her father is a citizen, but the grandson is not a citizen. And so she's going to bring her son and say, this is his grandfather. This is the eldest of the tribe. This is his heart's desire. And so when she said that, I rejoiced, and I said, my immediate response is, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray about this. And I feel that this is a foundational issue of opening a, a gate, opening a door, and we're going to see this. So, you know, with Ted went historically, this indifference is still here in the present day. I'm just presenting it this in this manner. Oh, absolutely. We, we have an opportunity to pray into this door, this gate opening of citizenship back into the tribe. Will you join me? I'll join you. I'll join you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Father, we thank you. We thank you. That this yes, is part of the restoration, Father, of redemption that Jesus himself purchased. As Ted was making this presentation earlier, we see the finished work of Christ Jesus coming into redeeming those gifts and calling. And we recognize that you put these tribes here first before California, before America, before the Spanish came, before the Russians came. Mm -hmm. And, Father, we thank you that in this moment right now, just yesterday, the daughter of the eldest member of the tribe who was in World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and he said, Ben, when I was 16, I came to Jesus. And then I was given the Bible, and I put it in my duffel bag, and I was drafted in to the, to the army. And he said, Ben, there were men dying all around me. There were bombs bursting, blowing up, exploding, but none of them hurt me. He said, God gave me a long life, and I know that Jesus was always with me. This is the legacy of his testimony, his daughter coming, and it's going to make her presentation here in a few days for the for the door to be open for citizenship into the tribe it's the mm -hmm. beginning process of coming back father to the place you predetermined and pre-appointed the times and boundaries of our habitation so mm -hmm. that we would know you father this is the reason that you predetermined this and you pre-appointed it and so father i ask that now as maxine presents with sakima their father's desire in his heart. It is your desire in your heart. It's the fulfillment of your word when you said, I predetermined and I preappointed the times and boundaries of your habitation so that you would know me. It's been Harvest's desire that they proclaim this word, to ask of me and I will give you the nations. Father, mm -hmm. you said through your son and to the disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. Father, this is a moment in time, and so we ask you now for your anointing, Holy Spirit, for your presence, your personage to come through, Maxine, that you would bless her, and that those words would be so powerful as to have authority to open those doors to citizenship. They will take a vote, and they will say yes in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy yes. Spirit. Jesus, repair the breach. Jesus. Yes, Father. Yes. Hallelujah. Lord, hallelujah. Wow, Father. Well, this is a profound miracle our brother is uh, <laughs> leading us to pray for. Does somebody else feel led to pray into this? This is Brother Albany in San Jose, California. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the testimony, for the truth, for the reason the restoration and the redemption of our brothers and our sisters, Heavenly Father. And, Lord God, we thank you for your healing power, for the blood that cleanses all, Heavenly Father. We pray for the healing and the restoration of the generation of the First Nations people, Father God, and that which they lost in the realm of the Spirit, Lord God. We thank you that it is returned to them, Heavenly Father in the multiplicity of anointings and positions. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that they're even given positions in the U.S. government as ambassadors and and leaders of, of, of areas in our government, Father God, pertaining to the land. Lord, Secretary of the Interior. Mm and great, great positions of authority and dignity. Father, we thank you in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we just pray for Maxine, God, even this day as she's preparing herself to make this presentation tomorrow, Lord, that she would see that she is being um, used of you, God, as a repair of the breach. Lord, that they may be healing, like real healing, God, that this is the beginning point, Lord, that we'll look back at this day and this time, and we'll look back at this man's life. I only know him as Uncle Tony, God, but I just pray, God, what an honor it will be to honor this man who has honored you since he was 16 years old. Father God, I pray that you be with Maxine tonight and give her exactly the right words so that she'll be able to be heard. Father, I pray for the counsel that she's going to be presenting, the tribe the leaders, the tribal leaders that will be hearing her, Lord, that even tonight that you will stir up their spirit to be ready to receive, God, this, your plan for their people, Lord. They've been put in position, Lord, and God, I just pray that even tonight you'll be working on their spirit and their soul, Lord, and get them ready to receive this, God. I pray, God, for for Maxine's grandson, I pray for Uncle Tony's grandson, God, that he will be uh, just a, a model, God, that when they look at him, that they will see that this is, in fact, uh, the grandfather's will, that this is, in fact, this elder's will, God, and that they will honor God with this man honored. Lord, you are able to do this, God, and I can just see in my spirit what this will do, God, well, the, the, how things will be changed, that it will, it's a moment. I agree, I agree totally with what my brother Ben Medell was saying about that this is a moment in time. And just, Lord, I just ask, God, that through your spirit, every part of your spirit would just come alive in that room, God, and that yes. even through these, these special, these uh, Pomomiwak people, Lord, that revival would even start for this whole land, God, through them, Lord, you are able. But tomorrow yes. and tonight, God, I just we, we release this whole situation into your mighty able hands. And we yes. ask, God, that you just bless it, that you bless her, that you bless the hearers, that you bless uh, the people who are in the audience, that everything, God, will 
line up uh, to your perfect. And we pray these things with great anticipation uh, for a positive result. In Jesus' precious name, we declare it to be true. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you so and much. And Father, we thank you. Thank you. Uh, let, uh, Debbie, can you let Eliana pray? Oh, I'm, I'm Debbie. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just come together in agreement. And it just reminds me of the story of Esther going before King Azarias. When Mordecai, her uncle, told her, you are, this, you are in this position for such a time as this, and you belong in the king's presence. So let Maxine know that she belongs. She is there for a purpose. And Father, we just welcome your Holy Spirit into that room, into that meeting, and we thank you, Lord, that although her father, her Mordecai, has, is already sitting next to Christ, that she receive your strength and your mercy, Lord, and just, just a knowing in her spirit that this is your will, this is your timing, that she was born for such a time as this. She is uh, uh, the repairer, standing in the gap, Lord. And we just thank you, Father, that the hand or the heart of a king is in your hand, according to Proverbs 15, 1, and you turn it whichever way you desire. And we know it is your desire for reconciliation, restoration, and renewal. We thank you, Lord, for this, and we are expecting a miracle, and we are expecting, Lord, that Maxine and your people, the First Nations, cannot be denied because she comes to them in the name of the Lord, and we bless her and her, grand- and her son in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your picture I'm getting... Uncle Tony had some incre- had an incredible family. His contemporaries, one was Frank Manuel, who's known was used so mightily of God. I mean, he had the anointing upon him like uh, probably none of us have ever seen. Um, raising the dead, healing the sick, um, and had a ministry like the Apostle Paul to lay an apostolic foundation for transformation all throughout Indian country. That was uh, Uncle Tony's younger brother. Um, he had another brother, Grant Smith, uh, who pastored a church which uh, in Santa Rosa, which God visited and was a center point for revival and, and from all over the U.S. and Canada uh, First Nations people would gather there to be touched by the Holy Spirit. But the picture, I don't, I don't know how he felt, but he was, you know, uh, uh, but just the picture I feel, that the Lord showed me that, like with Samson, uh, all the mighty deeds Samson did in his life, uh, in his death, he did was, was far greater than all of them combined. And I just prophesy over uh, Uncle Tony and, and over this act that what is happening in his death and this request that's going to go forth is going to do more good than all of your family up till now, all of his siblings, all of his brothers. Lord, we can see this happening and we prophesy it. Lord, get the, if you get the foundation right... Oh, Father God, if the roots are right, if the foundation is right, you can build the whole house. Lord, we are so crazy. Even as I'm talking about the perversion that is in this state, there is a direct line back to the way that we came in, and we did not understand that he was the gospel. 
to the indigenous people first. Lord God, oh, Lord, Lord, oh, Father, restore their culture, restore their values. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, that even as I'm praying for restoration, Lord, that you have preserved it, Lord. You've preserved a remnant, and we can praise you. And in the midst of this tragedy, Lord, Father, we can praise you. We can glorify you, Lord. You have preserved it for such a time as this, Lord. Oh, Father God, let them rise up to who they were meant to be. And let this just just tear down the Babylonian system, Father. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. Debbie, you wanted to pray? Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you this day because the prayers of your sons and your daughters have gone forth. And we are confident in knowing that you answer prayers in yes. for their fault and not thought parents. And I think it was already said earlier. And God, so we thank you for moving among the First Nations people for the heart to be prepared to hear what the kinmen say. And God, my prayers also to go outside of those walls, outside of that the nation culture, that the people of United States, the people of the world, the people that exist here on earth, but also accept them with their whole heart. So embrace them with their whole heart. Will love on them with their whole heart. In the name of Jesus. And once we have the love of Jesus, for it is Valentine's um, Day, we don't want to do cards and flowers and diamonds and all this. So we want to have a guppy love. Mm-hmm. We want to have a guppy. A guppy love gave up his life. A guppy love loves us despite our own self. A guppy love sacrifices great things. We want to have a guppy love and then and embrace them with our whole heart, God. Every culture on the face of this earth, every nation on the face of this earth, would embrace them, God, and they embrace one another. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, me thank you. We thank you right now, God, because we believe that in the heavenly, there's a, something going on. There's a shifting in the atmosphere. There's something going on. There's a revival going on. The angels are singing mightily as we are praying, God. Thank you. God, we thank you for what would transpire, God. How the word will go forth. How the speech will go forth, God. How the word of this woman, God, and the son, in the name of Jesus, will hit the heart. Of those listening, and that the ears will be open. The ears will be open, and the hearts are going to receive. We declare and we decree right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jehovah, Hallelujah, the Most High God, right now, 
and it would be a glorious day. Was it the sun is shining or was it rain? Because the S-O-N will shine on tomorrow. And we give you praise and give you an Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Anybody else want to pray? Lorraine. Yes, Lord. Yes, I claim uh, Psalms 85, uh, 4 through 7. Restore them again, O God, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards anyone, because uh, you will... We claim you will not be angry forever. You will uh, not prolong your anger through all generations. And you will revive the Indian nation now. Revive. Yes, Lord. And that your people may rejoice in you. Show us your unfailing love, O Lord. And grant them your salvation. Wow, that salvation just flows, flows through through the Indian nation. Yes, Lord. As Sister uh, Debbie was saying, let that love, that agape love that we have, let it just uh, overflow from us whenever we're around the Indian nation, Lord Jesus, that uh, they will not be able to resist. They will not be able to resist. We, we thank you for your agape love, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Wow, hallelujah. I just feel to pray something, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to explain it so much, but this is really important, and I think you can enter in with the Spirit. If we pray, God's protocol is super important. If my people who are called by my name just pray, I'll heal their land. No. No, he does not say that. He says, if my people who are called by my name, means us who are called by him, humble themselves, pray, turn from their wicked ways. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray confess their sins, turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. The protocol is important. We have to meet God his way. You can't go to Jesus and say, that's just religion. That's man's attempt. That's just death. We have to come his way. But when we pray, if we pray and in our hearts, we think, wow, God is our God. He's for us. He's for, you know, when we pray for the Jew first and also for the Gentiles, he yes, for us, he's also for these pagan cultures like the native people. So he's for us and for the native people. Okay, praise God that you're including them. That's a step in the right direction. But that is not the proper protocol. The proper protocol is to realize the gospel is for the First Nations people first and then also for the other culture that comes upon it lord you will heal their land lord you want to heal all the lands and yes you've brought us here but lord it's not our land it is their land and you want to heal this land that you entrusted to them 
Lord God, and they were not this pagan yeah. culture. Lord, they so deeply identified with, they didn't know them because they weren't connected, but they identified with Israel. They, they were worshiping the creator. They, they were monotheists, worshiping the creator. And prophetic words waiting to be reconnected, restored. Father God, we missed a horrible opportunity, a monumental transformational missions miss. We lost it. Oh, and instead we have this horrible darkness. But, Lord, it doesn't matter. We can look the beast in the face because the reality is is we have this opportunity before us right now. Now is the time. Father, so I just pray. I say you are the God of the Jew first, of Bib's people first, of the Pomo Miwok first. Lord, and also the Spanish, the English, the Europeans. Tear down the dividing wall. Lord, we just tear down that. Let's all pray in the spirit right now, if you agree with me. And just, just let's tear down this dividing wall. Lord, God, Father, I just see a picture right now of this, this veil that was rent. And I don't know what the priest did. I don't know. But I see this picture of this veil that was rent by divine hands to signify that all have free access into the mercy seat directly, that the, that the symbols of the law had trained and fulfilled their purpose because Jesus completed them. And it was ripped from the top down, and I see this veil stitched together by human hands, human stitch work. Oh, Father, God, Lord, we declare the veil is ripped. There is no longer us or them. Baptize us in your love, Lord. Baptize us in your love. Lord, that men will not, when he prays, will not feel alone, Lord God. Father, I own that, Lord. Lord, Ben is my friend. I bear his burdens with him. Lord, let us bear them with him, Lord. Oh, Father God, in the name of the Lord, I went in and I preached with confidence, Lord, knowing that I have some, I have intercessors praying for me, and I also have a secret weapon. I, because of Ben, have been received a blessing, a legitimacy to be here and to preach the gospel with divine blessing and protocol. Father, I know that, and I speak with authority. I felt that when I preached in the heart of the financial district. But right now, I just pray and even humble myself. I humble myself before Ben. But Ben, I want you to feel that we are yours, that you are not alone. When when your niece, when your cousin goes before that tribal representative, we are going with you. We are backing you. We are one family. You are part of Transform Our World. You are the spiritual heir of Jay Swallow. And Jay Swallow, who is the founder, co-founder of our Transform Our World Network, along with Ed Silvoso, just that when it was founded embryonically, it was the two of them in their covenant together to launch this. Oh, he is a spiritual descendant of Frank Manuel. He is yours. Oh, hallelujah. We just declare that we are one. We are not divided. We are one. Oh, Father, even right now, Lord, impart that into Ben. Let him feel that, Lord. Father God, Lord. Lord, like my wife said so wisely, it doesn't matter how many times I tell my wife I love her. It matters how many times she feels love. Lord, I pray that right this moment that Ben would feel love, Lord. Father, we humble ourselves. Lord, we say it's not them. It's us who need to repent. Us who need to humble ourselves. Us who need to uh, uh, turn from our wicked ways. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
If anyone else has a prophetic word or a prayer, they want to pray into this. Yes, I I need to share this. Back in 2000, I went with uh, 200 uh, Glow Women uh, to Washington, D.C. to pray on the lawn. uh, And uh, the night before, I had, for some reason, uh, an Indian woman visited me. I woke up and I, I seen her standing there. I said, Lord, what is that? And so we got in the buses that following day, and I seen Indian people walking the way we were going. I said, what is this all about? And somebody said, today the uh, GLOW people are asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness for taking their land. And right now, I just say, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, and and uh, make it right. Make this right. In Matthew 18, aren't you safe? Any people are agreeing. We're all agreeing right now, Lord. Make it right, Lord. Release, release whatever properties need to be given to them now, Lord. Let them see we mean business. We really are sorry. And show that through the release, Lord, of more properties to them or what belongs to them, Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing right this moment, right this moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We need to make a difference. Yes, Lord. Oh, Anybody else want to pray into this? Have a prophetic word? Ben, do you have anything you want to pray or say? I want to say that I know um, as I talked to family recently and uh, talked to some of the elders in our family and I said, um, what, what can you tell me about him? And they said that one elder said I was put in a foster home and uh, uncle would come and visit me and he would take me he would come on my birthday and he would take me out to the park and we'd fly kites and she said what I know is that he always kept our family together that's what I know this love that he would always give kept our family together and 
you know, I know that that kind of love is the very scriptures that God described of himself, that he is love. Love overcomes all things, endures all things. Love suffers all things. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not self-seeking. You know, the nature, the very personage of God himself. And uh, I just want to say that when Maxine said she was going to stand before the government with her son and share that kind of love mm-hmm. to say this is this is her father's desire that the door of citizenship would be open. I said immediately, Max, I'm going to be praying for you. I, I took that on personally and myself. But today just before I called, I was sitting there thinking about it, and the Holy Spirit said, get on the conference call and, and release this. Mm-hmm. Don't don't take this by yourself, Ben. Give this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad he, he talked to me, and I'm so glad that you embraced this and you, you took this upon yourself to join me. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard intercession like I haven't heard it before. And I would say that we have entered in and we're so thankful, Father, that you are the repairer of the breach. You sent your only begotten Son as the repairer of the breach, the sinfulness of humanity that came because of the spirit of Antichrist. We thank you that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, the repairer of the breach. And the protocol process that I hear through scripture and throughout history, how you defeated your enemy, how you've overcome. And I'm so thankful. I, I didn't see it in, in this way of intercession today. Just as our my brothers and sisters praying. See Mordecai in this moment in time to save a people, your people. Mm-hmm. We are your people, Father. Mm-hmm. You're so gracious and merciful to come in such a powerful and glorious way. You are the repair of the breach, and you have taught us how to enter in. You have given us instruction and counsel and wisdom in these things. And so we rejoice with thanksgiving today. Mm -hmm. We are in awe of what you have done and what you are going to do. We say thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This blessing is for your people, and we are your people. And again, we say thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Something so powerful is happening here. This is so beautiful. I I don't think we, praise God, we're recording this. This is so profound. Folks, this is what restoration looks like. We had no idea what we were doing. I mean, we still don't, but we just were following a cloud, and it felt right to us. And Jay Swallow, who knew a lot more, leading the way. This was in 2000. And uh, Ben got Uncle Tony and uh, Grant Smith, and the, uh, who was 91 at the time, um, together. 
and there were people that were no people and we 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 had it we we that was you know we had a bunch of you know our influence uh we had a prayer cruise and we had 400 leaders we stopped on the shores of Sausalito and uh we just you know we just prayed we didn't really even know the story we knew pieces of it we knew it wasn't good and we said sorry and we did what the holy spirit was leading us and we shed tears and we cried and they forgave us a little prophetic act um we didn't understand um and then uh, grant smith um who was the elder at the time um ed savoso asked ben said ask them what they want we want to pray for a miracle and ben shared and then grant shared he says we want an identity they had no identity they were not recognized and you know i mean the worst type of poverty is you know you have no you're nobody you know and he says pray so we prayed having no idea of the magnitude of the miracle we were asking for and that's that's where you see repentance see we can't pay the price all we can do even at the best if if i was a millionaire and gave him a million dollars or a hundred million dollar property um that's nothing it's nothing it's pennies pennies compared to what we've stolen not just in the human cost but in the actual value the whole land is theirs we've stolen it all It's, it's horrible but we don't have to pay that price. Jesus paid that price. And he's saying, now let me, I'll pay it, but you face it. And this is what restoration looks like. God answered that prayer. And they got federally recognized. The last tribe that happened later that year, this is the last tribe in 18 years, no other tribe in our nation has been federally recognized. It was a miracle. Out of that, they got an investor. They bought their land back. They're in their sovereign land. They're, they're Israel. They bought it back. And now they have, I mean, you know, one of the guys in the room in San Francisco is, is an investor. And he's, you know, God's blessed them. And he owns some big buildings. And, okay, Ben's family's their peer. They own this uh, resort and casino in Santa Rosa. It's the most prosperous Native casino, I think it's in the nation. I heard it's in the California, but I think it might actually be in the nation. Regardless, it's, it's, and it's generating wealth. It's restoring. It's re- they're not in poverty anymore. Folks, oh, folks, do you realize, I mean, what I see the Lord asking, I see a picture right now of Elijah going to the widow uh, after he had, you know, hidden out. Ben is Elijah. He's been hiding out. And the Lord said, enough of the ravens. Now you go. Go to these widows. And Elijah looked the widow in the eye and said, I'm only asking you what you have. You have oil and you have flour for your last meal. That's what I want you to give me. And I want you to give your last meal to me. Honor the prophet. He wasn't asking. God was asking through him. I mean, but I I feel in a picture, it's like this is what the Lord's asking us. Right now, they can make a decision. The the keys are already in their hands, and they can make a decision, and um, 
they can change everything. Now, the Babylonian spirit is going to resist them because one of the reasons that they have closed membership is because that's what us, the Babylonian system, disciples them to. And they say, you know, keep it closed so we can control everything, okay? But they can change all that. And what the Lord is asking, he's not asking you to, to, to he's asking you at what you're really good at, what you're, what you have in your hands, what you're trained for. We can pray. We can influence this in the spirit. We can intercede. And I feel the word of the Lord. Jennifer, I feel there's a word of the Lord for you because I know what you're going through, that you're kind of at your last bit of oil, and you poured out your heart for the lost, and you've done your best. And I feel the Lord saying, pray for Ben. Pray for his people. Take your last bit of oil and your flour and make a loaf of bread for him and give it to him. And out of that, you watch what I'll do. The Lord, oh, folks, I don't know if you see this. Father, I just pray, Lord, here I am, Lord, and Lord, these are the richest of the rich. These people on this call, we, you've taught us how to pray. We have centuries of experience in prayer, in intercession. Lord, if you add up Wow, our network. Lord, we have 10 people here. Wow, we have, folks, we have closed 400 years of intercessory experience. I've been praying for 22, and I'm the young buck. Man, and the Lord's saying, give what you have, what's in your hand. All I want is your prayers. I want you to face it. I want you to believe. I want you to cry. Will you cry? Will you travail? Will you travail for a people that are not your people as though they were your people? Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Jennifer, if you're receiving this, pray for Ben. In the name of Jesus. Father, we just lift you up and we thank you. We give you glory and honor this day, God, as the world celebrates Valentine, but the greatest love is your love, the love that you poured out. And I just lift up your servant to you, God. I lift him up to you that you would be glorified in him and through him, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, God, and even to the very beat of his heart, that God, everything that he does, everything that he says, will not only honor you, God, but it will come from instructions from your throne. I pray by the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that you would speak behind his ear, to the left ear, to the right ear, and turned. He will be turned in the direction that you would have him to go. Because, God, you said in your word that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Order his steps, lead, and guide him in every way, God. And not let the enemy come across his path to distract him or take him in any direction or down a dark path that is not of your divine will. I pray only for your holiness in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Anyone else want to pray for, pray now? Pray for Ben. Hi, uh, Ben, are you still there? Uh, he's still on the call. I think he's there. I am, yes. Ben, this is Mary Rose. I just, as this is going on, I felt a couple of things. That, are you open to me sharing them here? That's fine. Mm. One of them was, uh, I know for, for my people, I took it upon myself to 
call your uncle by name without your permission. So I would just ask, as your sister and as your brothers and sisters in Christ, if it is okay that we address your uncle as Uncle Tony. Yes. Mm, thank you. The other thing is is that we have this community of people that are calling you our brother, and we know that you are preparing this time for, you know, for your family, our family, uh, our extended family, our Christian family, our brothers and sisters. And, uh, Lord, we just want to know if, there's, if you have some need, if there's some way. Well, of course, we will continue to pray, and, of course, we will continue to lift you up. But I would wonder if, if just out of love you would be willing to share with us if there's some need or some way that we, as your brothers and sisters in Christ, and that we could actually come alongside you if there's a need in your family that we could serve you with. Because we will pray. We are intercessors. We will pray. But we can also give. So I just want to ask you that question out of respect for you and Uncle Tony and your family. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to to all of you and uh, even beyond You know, I've been in a place of thanksgiving and joy for all of you for joining these prayers. And uh, it's it's real humbling to me just in that manner. But again, I say thank you. And uh, it's it's difficult for me to go beyond that because of that humility. It's mm. been a long time, a long time. It's been generational because I've been given by the generations before just the desires of their heart to have prayer and to their tribes and their names to be mentioned in prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... One of the things that I've been imparted by these elders is that we don't we don't ask for things. Mm. And that's been pretty humbling and difficult. Mm. So, you know, as we are so thankful for what God has given us and done for us. We don't go and ask for things. So um, we always felt that because that was so much love, that that kind of love that who is of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is freely given we've come to that place of just realizing that that kind of love is just an expression of who he is in a person to another person. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, I come to just grow up in that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we read things like you have, you don't have because you don't ask, you know, 
and mm-hmm. and that's pretty humbling too. So we come in our prayers and we ask him. And then along the way we learn that he'll take those prayers and he'll give them to someone. Mm-hmm. And because it's spirit to spirit, meaning spirit is saying, taking those requests and giving them to our spirit in us. That's how we know. Mm-hmm. Because then when we know that spirit is speaking to us, our only response is an obedient response. Mm. That that part of that humbling process to know that God can speak no better than for himself mm. and he has made our spirit alive into his spirit mm. and he's taught us how to respond that way. So it's it's just humbling to know that that when a person does something, they have actually heard God himself speak to them. Right. And that their response is to do what he's asked them to do. Amen. And we know we're not perfect in that. Mm-hmm. So we ask for another chance. And when we don't mm-hmm. do it that second time either, we ask for another chance. And along the mm-hmm. way, we're asking for forgiveness for it. Right. So... That's where I leave that, and I say thank you because I know that you love me and I love you, and we know that he loves us and we love yeah. him. So, Father, I just thank you, thank you for what Mary Rose has presented. And I'm humbled by the fact of continuing to know and to grow that, Holy Spirit, when you speak, we hear you. And you give us an opportunity to respond. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful that sometimes we don't do it right the first time or the second time or the third time. But you are continuing to give us the opportunity to respond to you. I know mm-hmm. I have done this myself. So today I'm again, humbled by the fact of just hearing my brothers and sisters pray for our tribe, for our people, our family. I'm so thankful for these prayers because they've given them to you. And they love you so much. Their expectation is that you would respond. That is humbling to me because I know that's who you are. You tell us to present our request to you. That is such an intimate way that we have with each other and with you. I'm humbled and I say thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't tell you other than just to say thank you for your prayers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. I understand. Ben, um... Uh, is there a public memorial service? I mean, what can we pray for? Um, what's what's going on there? Uh, you mentioned tomorrow through Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Well, my my desire is that you know, as many of our families are, we have those who who know Jesus, you know, in that intimate way, 
and there are those who have been thinking about and there are those who don't even care and I imagine that's going to be the case over the next couple of days and I, I know that that to honor our Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and my uncle uh, in such a a way that that love is is the theme. I've been thinking about the the grandchildren. I've been thinking about the next generation. And you know, as a grown man, I grew up as a young boy with superheroes. And as a grown man, you know. Growing out of that, you know, I don't say it, but this past week or so I thought about, you know, if I had a superhero, who would be my superhero? And I said, my uncle and Jesus would be my superhero. And then I thought, what what would it be? What is their gift, you know? What is that superhero gift? And I'd say, it's love. And so as I think about the next generation, I want them to know that this man that us as elders they talk about is this love that has kept this family together and that love came directly from God because that's who he is and we don't live this life without him we live this life because of him and who he is to us this is what this elder passes down to the next generation and I, I believe it's going to be a very powerful moment. And uh, so that would be my prayer, is that the next generation receives that impartation of all those who know this man this way, that God is always with him, that God has been with him, and God is with him now. And this to say to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of God himself. Folks, so can I pray next, uh, Yes, you may. Okay. So, Father, as this request has came before your throne, that the legacy that has been left behind God, that it would flow um, like the healing balm of Gilead, that the oil will flow into the hearts of those to receive this legacy, to receive the life and the love that has been left behind, the life of Christ and the love of Christ and the love, God, of this, this man who has gone. But that, Father, that although he's, he is absent from the body, God, but the heart of who he is and how he walked will be ministered to the hearts of those who will mourn him, God, and that they would be able to walk in the way that he has walked to show the legacy that it will continue from generation to generation. In Jesus' name. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Folks, um, here's what I feel is happening. This is now's the time. This is our opportunity. And, folks, you know how to pray. And now you have your assignment. You've been trained how to pray. And I think what Ben just described to you could be the most influential evangelistic campaign in the history of California, his uncle's uh, funeral celebrations. And pray. The Holy Spirit will lead you. 
and let Ben know he's there, his family are there. And let's pray. I mean, um, uh, Mary Rose was, you know, we got our prayer calls. We're going to share this with the leaders uh, Friday, Saturday. Um, We'll see. Maybe we'll have a call on Sunday. Um, And we'll pray. And we're going to pray for this. And uh, let's see what happens. Something, yeah. Uh, Praise God. Well, I'm going to pray. I'm going to commission you all. And then uh, after I pray, Ben, if you feel to add anything, wonderful. If not, Debbie, you close us out. Okay? Father, uh, I'm in awe of your presence, and I thank you that I don't have to understand everything I can't. I just, but I can feel, and I do know that you've trained me, and I sense stuff in the spirit, Lord, and I sense the shifting. Lord God, Father, Lord, and I pray that this be that, Lord, that you reveal your glory, that you show who, who, uh, this man was and show who Ben is show who his daughter is show who Jesus is show them who they are oh Jesus Lord Ben has shared in his pain how his people have never had a valid representation of the gospel and we know that that's not the whole story because he's also he is his people and he's had a valid representation of the gospel and so did his uncle but he's accurately describing, and many, many others, his family, but he's accurately describing how mixed it's been because of the shortcomings and of our syncretism and, and because we have done what you warned us not to do. We've added our culture to the gospel and we've taken away the power and we are living under curses because of that and so are they. Lord, but Lord, I see, Lord, Father, you changing that, you unveiling who Jesus is, that he is the savior of the Pomo Miwok people, that he was Pomo, and he walked with them, that he knows them, that he loved their culture, that it came from them, that he's the origin, that he's one of them. And he came to heal, to restore, and that he paid the price. Father, and I just pray that everyone who speaks, that the fear of God will be upon them. Lord, and I pray for Ben that he will speak with boldness. I pray for his, for her, his, for Uncle Tony's daughter when she speaks, when everyone speaks. Lord, that those who know you will, will be speaking, Lord, uh, the words of God with boldness, not the words of man. And Spirit, Holy Spirit, I thank you, and I ask you just to take over. Do your thing. Do what you want to do. And here we are. Take over us. So what I'm really praying is for this network. I'm setting the direction in the spirit. Lord, take over us. Lord, show us how to pray. Show us how to do your part. Our part. We're so sorry we've grieved you. Move through us. Let us pray. Let us intercede that you can have a voice.
then you can add anything if you feel led to. Otherwise, Debbie, you can close us out. Yes. Lord, we're praying for breakthrough at any religious spirit as they speak, releasing generational idols as they speak, knitting and healing any losses so they can receive forgiveness that we be asking for forgiveness. They could actually be able to forgive. Give them a, a uh, yes, a heart to forgive, Lord. And and we also pray that you could use this time to bring in the unsaved, Lord, and the backslidden, so that, oh, yes, through your love, oh, Jesus, this precious love of one another, thank you, Lord, for what you're going to be doing. And send your angels, legions of angels, guarding around about this family, lifting them up, carrying them through, Lord. In this time, we thank you in Jesus' name. Stans, do you want to say anything? Okay. And, Father, we are confident and know one thing, that you have heard each and every prayer of your sons and your daughters. And we know you are attentive to us, God, because our sure father's one that brings us all together in one place. And God, we thank you, God, that I sense a spirit of unity that has come forth in the families, in each and every tribe of the First Nation people, join each and every family together with each and every one of us on this line. There's a great revival of unity going on right now. And little Ben know and Carl know and their immediate family that we are brothers and sisters with them. For when he moan, we mourn. When he laughs, we laugh. So God let him know according to the spirit of the living God that lives with inside of him that we are with them, that we are not just lip service, but we are in Holy Ghost service. We are in the kingdom service. And that we are praying with them. And he reaches out to us, we will do, thus said the Lord, whatever we can do. So God, we lift them up, God. And we're and we bless them and we part upon them. Your word, God, and Matthew, blessed are them that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Comfort them right now, God. It's to never remember 
of each and every family, of each and every tribe. As you bring them all together, I can just envision, envision a whole group of people from every family and tribe impressing one another with love. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, God. For what I see is a beautiful thing I see. And then I coming on the outside and impressing them on the inside. What a beautiful thing I see, God. And God, we thank you, God. We thank you this day. And as we also lift up being in his family in the tribe, and the first nation's people as a whole, God. Let us also lift up a ceiling nothing for their mom's home going is tomorrow. And she too is also a sister. She also is a member of T.O.W. But she too, God, needs to be lifted up and remembered. So we thank you for the uncle. And we thank you for the mom. And God, how we give you prayers and give on God. For this is in Jesus' name. I sure. Hallelujah, God. Thanks. In Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. 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 All right, Ben, we good? Y'all got your prayer assignment. God bless you, eyes wise. So you came on. All right, we good, Ben? No, he went off. All right, well, God bless y'all. Love God y'all. bless. Bye, Talk Mom. Bye, Dad. Bye, Friday, 1230, Saturday at noon, and uh, go for it. We love y'all. Bye.